You've found the podcast where driving matters. Whether you haul, commute, or cruise, we want you to love what you drive. We're here to help you find usability and fun. From first-time buyers to jaded experts, we believe everyone is one great car away from being car-obsessed. I'm Paul. I'm Todd. And this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate. I wasn't sure what podcast we'd do today. We're not in the studio, but the surprise here is, I'm taking you way back, (laughs) we have a guest. Tom Helmanzik is with us, who used to do videos for us and now moved on to much bigger things. Welcome back, Tom. Thank you so much for having me. It's very nice to see you you after all of this COVID madness, Uh, finally doing the pilgrimage again. We Uh realize it's been three years, and also, there's a particular video that you filmed Uh that is driving a Mustang in Germany. People still comment, basketball was invented in Canada. People still... I just very recently, <laughs> I just very recently watched a video on YouTube uh-huh. done by creators for creators claiming you have to make mistakes like that oh, yeah, just yeah. to have the engagement. Oh yeah, isn't that ridiculous? The other right. thing no, was, we, we learned it at the time. Look, it's one of our probably top ten most watched videos, and Tom did it, and so there that is, and he rubs that in my face every now and then. I have to admit, but it's a very good video. And what, what's funny is you mentioned that basketball was invented by Americans, yes. and. Fifty percent of the comments are people really excited to say that's not right, and what I, and it actually did t- long before the video you're talking about, Tom. It actually taught me that all YouTube cares about is engagement, yeah. mm-hmm. and so people saying you got it wrong actually drives up the number of people that have seen it. We doubled down on it, too, because I claimed Americans call cars vehicles, right? Oh, yeah. You did. Which I actually do. And we had five liters of democracy. And there's commentary gold in there, You're right. There was a lot of stuff to talk about there, for sure. No, I actually heard... Totally. I actually heard recently there was a story of somebody on Reddit that when they have a question for Reddit, they would post the question. And notice that nobody would really respond. Like, they're actually asking a question. Nobody would really respond. But then they would log out of their Reddit account, log in as somebody else on Reddit, and answer incorrectly. Oh, you're kidding and me. And then get a <laughs> sea of responses of people wanting to come in and correct the error. Wow. Would, so this is how we are as people, apparently. Yeah. I, I have two things to add as far as an Please. American inventive basketball. Well, at the time, he was staying in Massachusetts, right? I agree. No, so, you're fine. And also, I'm fine. also, also... Just to be nitpicky, <laughs> sure. Canada still kind of in America oh, yeah, as no. far as the continent is concerned. America's yes. hat. Yes. Okay. Fair. No, that's fine. We I love actually, your perspective. We actually aren't here. We actually aren't here to talk about basketball. Tom started as a fan for us, and then he was our ringer when we first came in 2015. Tom offered to help us, and he was beyond vital. If you've seen the film Pilgrimage, Tom is in that. And then he started doing videos for us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I have to tell this whole story. I have to kind of tell it on you, Tom. He's doing videos for us, doing great work for us, and then he gets an offer to work for Automotor and Sport, which is pretty much the flagship European car magazine. He's the big dog and now. And Tom calls me and apologizes <laughs> that he may have to leave, and I was like, you need to leave now. You yeah. need to go away. And so now you get into everything, and you are the hot shoe there. So well, how are shoe, things? Let's not call me hot shoe. That's no good. I think that's okay. appropriate. <laughs> we'll start with this. Since we've seen you, it's been three years. Uh-huh. Yeah. What about your job has changed? What's morphed? What are you doing differently? What are you doing the same? How has the company changed? Well, let's just there. start with the very basic thing of I. So, some weeks I drive eight to nine different cars. Wow. So and because if you go on comparison drives, you have all the test yeah. editors come together. Of course, yeah. So right. last week I went on a 
on a comparison drive one day, which was four electric cars. Okay. So going around the new Renault Megane e Tech. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. And then uh, the next day was VW ID five, and then comparable cars to that. All the and cars then you we have don't to get. take care of your own tests, right? So some weeks it's insane how many cars you would drive. Now I, I understand when you when you look at my Instagram, few people must think I'm on racetracks all of the time, but <laughs> but I'm not. It's just that content I do post to my Instagram. Of course you do. Yes. Yeah. You so, just but like, post the juicy stuff. Of course you do. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> right. So, but like sometimes because we have a sister magazine called Sport Auto. Mm-hmm. So if I go with my own test cars to the Hockenheim Ring, yeah. and I test my cars there, and they happen to be there, <laughs> and they have all of these cars there. I'm like, well, you've done your hot laps, right? Yeah. Can I just get the keys for a minute? Uh-huh. We're technically Dude. co-workers here. It's <laughs> yeah. one big and, happy and we, family. We are. I do write for Sport Auto as well. Uh, if you go to press events and then you have to uh, yeah, write for, for numerous sure. magazines. But, well, anyways, then you go there and all of a sudden uh, opportunity presents itself where you're there to test the uh, M2CS. Uh-huh. And they have an M2 competition there, which is brilliant. <laughs> For sure. Because now yeah. you have the... Uh, the back-to-back, I mean, back. yeah, yeah. You yes. have the back-to-back, back, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you drive a lot of cars. And, and also you get... When I first started there, I was not aware of how many people were involved in testing one car. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous how many people. <laughs> okay. Because you pull in you test have, numbers and skid pad and acceleration well, and braking and all have, that stuff. Well, we, we do not do uh, skid pads here. We do slalom instead. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And there, there, there's numerous tests they do. But then you do fuel economy and all of that stuff. And mm. it's people oh, driving the car yeah. for one day just to get fuel economy figured. Different right? people are t- Todd and I really don't a different yeah, thing. focus yeah. on fuel economy so much. We don't. We don't really. We're going to burn whatever. The, whatever's that. creating the electricity the, the, or the gas or whatever. It doesn't matter. We're just going to burn that. <laughs> the fuel goes burn in. burn through that. Yes. Then we drive. Uh-huh. The end. That's yeah, as far yeah. as we go. But, but <laughs> yes. think, think on the scale of like a motor trend. Tom's already mentioned it. Of the number of cars and how many people and the number of layers of testing that is going on is huge. You're actually kind of a face behind an article, though. Like, you're, you're actually doing, like, featured articles where you'll yeah. test a car or that kind of thing. Are you also doing the things where if there is a Comparo, you're the guy that happens to write it, even though all the editors were there? Do you get some of those assignments as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. no, So the, the editors, are, editors are all there, and mm-hmm. we drive the cars together, but you know up front who's going to be writing the story, right? For sure, yeah. there's, like, a like a big, huge thing of documents you have to fill out after doing the comparison drive. <laughs> of course. Oh, so, so that, you and I avoid paperwork. That's, That's what we've why. done. That's what we've done, Paul. We've oh, avoided the man. paperwork. Sorry, go on. No, there, there's a bunch of paperwork. Of course. Because it's different. And like, it's difficult to remember. If you, if you drive four cars, comparison test four, three cars, yeah. you have to remember all of the details, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And then you have all the data coming in, performance uh-huh. tests and all of that. Wow. So that's a different story like from back in the day when I used to do it for Everyday Driver. Uh, different story there was you would have a car to yourself for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. With you, you guys have to share it. But for me, it was like I personally get to drive this car for two weeks. Yeah, you had soak time in it for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Two weeks. A, a, a couple of manufacturers limit me to a week, but mostly it was two weeks. And I did like That's 15 amazing. videos or something for you guys. You did a lot. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, great. You did. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, but, but ultimately, it's like review a car and, yeah. and find what's interesting about it. Of course. And find what's bad about it. And uh, then write your story. And, and I was actually thinking, because we had all these editing sessions back in the day, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. video. Uh-huh. <laughs> a lot of that you can use for writing as well, man. Mm, I'm glad. Uh, you would know because you <laughs> yeah. write books and stuff. True. But, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. So are you, but are you guys doing much video now or not? 
We do have, uh, but, but we do have a YouTube channel, but mm -hmm. it's mostly done by uh, by a sister company in Cologne. Okay, all right. So, but we, sometimes I will be on our uh, YouTube channel as well, or the Sport Auto channel. We do have videos on our website, but it's mostly whoever goes to a press launch might do a video. Got it. So, so like the press but, launch, but, 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 but my American time democracy. I spend. <laughs> Yeah, yeah yes, less of that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the time I spend um, doing video is marginal. Yeah. Marginal. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about the writing these days. Which is great. I mean, you, you're a great writer. You've done a lot of good stuff. Tom is one of those crazy people who can write really well in two languages. That's so right. uh, that happens that's as right. well. So that's good. Uh, but tell me, you were just starting when we first. Uh, this is so crazy, guys. You aren't here to be with us, but. It's really awesome to have us back together because it has been three years since we've seen each other. Yeah. So it's just really, really Up cool. Up until like 20 minutes ago. Man. I know. It's just amazing. <laughs> so you were starting to, t to yeah. tell a Ferrari story, and, I, and I'm wondering if you can tell some of that now or uh, not. I'd rather not Okay, there's, that, yeah. there's a Ferrari story you can't tell. That's See, fine. There's but, stuff that he can't talk about. But, but it, you guys need to understand that Tom's getting in everything over here, and, and he has had multiple tests at the ring, so we're obviously here to do the ring and spa over the next couple of days, which will be madness. We have our biggest group ever. You guys will hear from them in the actually the next That's podcast, the next we'll podcast, be hearing yeah. from them talking yeah. about their experience on the ring and spa, which is always quite overwhelming. Well, talk to us about press launches. We just had the Cadillac Lyric in Park City, mm -hmm. really, their brand new electric vehicle. That yep. car is out. It is out. Just they are barely, three yes. weeks away from actually delivering vehicles to customers. The price is entirely different. They have decided to use this particular platform as the forever platform for GM. From here on out, it will be underneath the Hummer, all SUVs, cars, trucks, everything, because it's so easy to change. They can stack the batteries, they can change the wheelbase, they can, you know, it's use, their do MQB the track electric. with. <laughs> yeah, for and so months. that uh, launch was actually in Park City, in our backyard. So I saw all these lyrics driving around, and then we had our own time to drive it, and so that video will be coming out as a test drive as well. But uh, as of this recording, we're just meeting the embargo on uh, on the release of that vehicle. Yeah, and uh, the, the video will show driving impressions. But yeah, you saw them around, and, and I, I have out. numerous things to add to that. Actually, Please. there's a pre we are at Frankfurt Airport right now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a press event happening here right now. Actually, no kidding. <laughs> at the, the airport. Well, Apparently, the square is the place. We need to a come car for. to go to dinner. So the Opel Astra wagon, uh -huh. which oh. looked nice. I saw one drive by. It looked okay. nice. All right. Um, actually, Cadillac Lyric is super interesting because right now in Europe, the only Cadillac that we still have is the XT4, which is decent enough subcompact crossover. It's, it's, right, right. it's a middle ground crossover. Yeah. So, but like the Lyric, because uh, the reason we do not have these cars here anymore is emission standards. Okay, mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. So, but with the Lyric, which is an electric car, obviously yeah, that's yeah. no longer an issue. So mm -hmm. that might come here, yeah. and it looks super fancy. It looks cool. How does it's, it drive? You can it's a, you it's embargo is over? Uh, embargo is as of this recording right now. We are just meeting the embargo. It is. It, what's interesting about it is it's like, at, and I made this comment, it's almost like a Subaru Outback in size. It, they kind of have sold it like an SUV, but if you actually look at it scale-wise, it's kind of more of a wagon shape when you actually stand there by it. Wagons yeah. are back and in America, kinda, everyone. And it kind of seems like the scale, <laughs> the size of Dance an Outback. The thing that's actually really cool about it is it's not nearly as expensive as we expected. Okay, how much is it? It's sixty-six grand loaded, S sixty-six all-wheel drive. Loaded. So it comes in rear and all-wheel drive. It has twenty-twos. You can get twenty-two-inch freaking wheels and tires on this thing. <laughs> you can on a Q8 as well. 
Oh, that's, that's right. Shocking. Oh, my gosh. It's shocking. So the rear-wheel drive is just under 63,000, and the all-wheel drive is just under 65, okay. I believe. Yeah. I 60, think you're about right, yeah. 65, 65 66. almost yeah. 66. Yeah. Which is huge. For, for what you're getting, on one level, the where is the cheap electric car? I'll tell you where it is. Nowhere. So besides that, <laughs> uh, most of the electric cars that most people are buying are, you know, 70 and above. And this is under 70 for something that actually feels luxurious and has a good amount of space. It also looks like a seven-seater, and it is not a seven-seater. It is a big five. Yeah. But it has a good amount of space because, of course, it's an electric chassis. The wheelbase is longer than the Escalade. What? <laughs> because it's electric and the wheels are pushed so far to the corners, yeah. the wheelbase is longer than the Escalade. Of course, the Escalade is body How on frame and seven seat. seat. It's nice. It's very it's, usable. It's not, like, it's not like business class, but it's very okay. nice. It's very Because it doesn't like weird business class things. But it, but it is the interior is very nice. It, it dri- here's the thing. It drives exactly like it should. It's very quiet. It's actually one of the quietest electric cars I've been in. It's very, very quiet. But like we were talking about, sound deadening or something? The, well, they've got active noise cancellation, yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like wearing a giant pair of Bose headphones, essentially. Which is in an, which they it's have so in Jaguar quiet. F-Paces as well. Yeah. And, and I have never noticed in any way. You're not supposed to. Yeah, exactly. But Which is the point. But yeah, you shouldn't yeah. hear the rush of the wind and the yeah. tire noise, which is what you hear and everything else. But it's, it, we came away pretty impressed. It's very quiet. It drives exactly <laughs> like it should. There's nothing grand about the way it drives, but... But it doesn't have great power numbers, and it's 5,600 pounds. So that would be probably what? Like, Except I did keep up with a guy in a Tesla Model Y that didn't appreciate oh, he, me. He was, I was all over his. It was hysterical. <laughs> no, no, we, we did this together. Paul entered. Paul was, this wasn't during our test. Paul was just getting on an on-ramp by my house, and there was a Model Y or a Model 3 in front of us. And that guy decided that Paul was a little too close, so he did the thing that every electric car does. He punched it. And Paul went half throttle and literally stayed like in formation with the guy. There was there was not an extra inch added. I was like, oh, so this no, guy, you're not. this guy just rockets away, and this huge Cadillac lyric is like, uh huh. <laughs> so we just stayed with it. And the guy got a little freaked. He like brake checked Paul because he says, "What are you doing?" It's like because nobody's ever just, stayed with you. I was ever. just showing him that there's other things on the road now that are not Teslas. I'm sure it could still out, out accelerate the lyric, but who cares? It's, any electric car is fast by nature of it being electric. But I don't know what it's like here. People do that to you too. Like you, you kind of come up on somebody and they're like, "I've got you, bye bye." Well, we went to Austria to do a bunch of like uh, backcountry roads, right? Sure, yeah. And that we had a VW ID three in front of us, right? Oh, okay. Who would have the worst speeds in the corners, right? It's like let's take coffee break, and when she's done, <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. But when she would come out of the corner, she would accelerate. She would take off. Exactly. So, and it's like the motorcycle thing on a racetrack. On a where track, it's like, yeah. well, I can't pass her because there's not enough room. It's going to be dangerous. Yeah. She's not going to let me by. And all of a sudden, from coming out of the corner, she accelerates. And it's like, gosh, it's unnerving, right? But <laughs> anyways, on the Autobahn, you can, because you're going to experience it uh, yeah, the yeah. next couple of days. You can watch Teslas, like, just hugging the right lane at 120, something like that. Just as, okay, because most people still buy electric cars because it's economical. Yeah. Or because the government has given you almost 10,000 euros to buy one. Sure, that helps. Uh, there's that. There's that, right? Which and... is ridiculous. In terms of CO2, is ridiculous as well. Because uh, you would have to meet fleet standards in terms of okay. CO2 emissions, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, and a electric car is going to count as zero times two. 
What? Times two. Yeah, it's like if because you sell one is, electric car, is it it's cleaning like, the air? It's not because <laughs> is, of that. Is, is, is it somehow making the air cleaner around it as it goes? I'm confused. Dude, dude. First of all, first of all, <laughs> sorry. Diesel cars these days actually do clean the air. Yes, they do. That they suck in. Yes, right? they do. But with an electric car, the the only thing is, is a, statist- a statistical thing, right? Okay. Yeah. It's as as though you sold two electric cars. <laughs> Going into the statistic as zero grams of CO2 per okay. one, uh, per kilometer, right? Okay. So, but like, obviously, electricity, there's CO2 in making electricity. Yes, there is. Most, most of the time, same way. Well, You're still burning know. tire rubber. There's other things happening, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. True. So, that's a bit ridiculous. On top of that, like I said, you get up to 10,000 euros, almost 10. Wow. It's 9,000. Five seventy something like that. But you're seeing an influx because just, I mean, not too long ago, I was told by friends in Germany and they said, well, Teslas aren't really catching on here because they can only do 155 <laughs> and everybody wants to go 180 in the black Audi sedan or anything else. And Teslas are kind of slow. The people in the executive saloon, whatever, they're going really fast, and they didn't it's buy the Tesla. Ago, the tide has turned, wasn't apparently. It was too long ago where people were like, yeah, I don't think I want the Tesla yet, even though it's about the same price, Well, because I, it's not fast enough. The I did uh, BMW i4 M50 Polestar 2 performance upgrade, because okay. you, you can pay 1,000 euros now and get 50 kilowatts on top, which is like 75 horsepower. Where does that end? <laughs> How far but can it's we just go? A software update as yeah. well, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I, in that test, I had the Tesla three performance, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the only car that was not uh, limited in terms of uh, Vmax, right? Yeah, 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 top speed. So the the Polestar, I believe, is at two ten kph, and the uh, BMW is a bit faster, two twenty something like that. But the Tesla, which is well, is doing a nice job at going fast, yeah, because yeah. American cars on the highway, right? So uh, on the motorway, the, uh, the there was an interesting experience with the Hellcat, the not, not the Challenger, the Charger Hellcat. Okay, yeah, because I, I actually did three hundred in that car, <laughs> but you would want that line to be as straight as possible. Cause, oh yeah, you do. It, yeah. it is making all sorts of unnerving things happening, right? <laughs> in terms of sound, in terms of vibration. Oh it's like, for sure. So long as you go in a straight line, it's all good. 300 yeah, kilometers yeah. an hour in that car yeah. sounds simultaneously amazing and terrifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Later it comes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Especially in terms of fuel economy, my oh, friend. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> you just watch the needle move. It's almost like that. Yeah, yeah. it's terrifying. Oh but, and you can, you can hear the little Hellcat like... Oh, yeah, the, the, the supercharger. Charger, the oh. wine's unbelievable. Yeah, for yeah. sure. See, that's entertaining. Electric cars it, it will never so have that entertainment also, feature. Also, the Hellcat Jeep. What's it called again? Trackhawk. The, yeah, the Trackhawk. Yeah. When I drove that, mm-hmm. from a standstill, I was like, this, this has got to rip Teslas, right? So I did some YouTubing, right? <laughs> and we, it does. As we do. And it does, uh-huh. right? So it actually, from a standstill, is faster than a performance Tesla, whatever. Tesla wow. S, whatever. And it is so quick. And also the uh, accelerator is so, like, you would not only look at it wrong and the car would just, like... <laughs> totally, yes. Go flying, which, yes. Is, which is not great if you're in a car park and yeah. you're driving the car for the very first time. Totally. It's, it's, fi- it's fine once you're used to it. But, yeah, going slow or, or just learning it is not a good thing. I totally hear that, Correct for sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, too. Didn't you take that track hog on the Evergreen? Yeah, 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 I did, I did. Yeah. Which, at times, was a bit scary. I bet. But yeah. much better than That sounds like the understatement yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> at times, that was a bit scary, so. Go on. <laughs> no, but it was much better than I originally had mm. anticipated. 
And it was fun, obviously. And uh, Sergio, remember from RSR? Yeah, yeah. Because I overtook him in backpack. <laughs> and oh, he's like, I love the, it. The, the, the track hawk must have made the most amazing noises going past those cars. I'm sure, right? yeah. <laughs> and it was Car uh, Freitag. So it's Car Friday, we call it. Oh, yeah. Which is like uh, around that, Easter, right? Isn't that the day that RSR tries to keep their cars off the ring? <laughs> isn't that <laughs> right. the scary day? It, it yeah. is, but also it's not as bad as it sounds because th there's so many people there, right? Yeah. There's traffic jams all around Nürburgring. Wow. Yeah, you can barely move around Nürburgring, right? But anyways, most of those people are not there to drive. They're there to just to go to Brünchen and just uh, spectate, to, right? Totally. Watch, yeah. to so on there, track, it's yeah. not that bad. Interesting. Okay, <laughs> all right. You have to keep that in mind. That's good. And, I, but I went past like hundreds and hundreds of people. And, and when you go up... I love it. When you exit Brünchen, right? So yeah. YouTube corner, yeah. you go towards Eiskurve, right? Yeah. And there was like a couple and they were like, every time I would go past, they would like lose their minds. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I love it. So See, that was, you were the entertainment. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Talking entertainment, I did uh, Porsche Taycan 4S on the Nürburgring as well. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. And I figure I must have been one of the first, maybe the first, to drive it there, other than Porsche, of course. Yes. So, and that was not too bad. And I was going to say, how car. was that? Yeah, they're very and, and it's a VLN uh, tourist drive day as well, so oh, you okay. get to do the GP track as well. Oh, that's nice. cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Never done that. Yeah, yeah we haven't cool. done that. that well, it was awesome. uh, the... The car actually, because you know, these, you've driven the Taycan, right? We've driven the e-tron. We have not driven the Taycan. Keep going. Well, it's going to be similar. Same thing. Similar, yeah. yes. So, well, anyways, if you go on a country road, it's going to be fine, right? The, the, the weight is not going to feel quite as massive. Totally. But if you go in Fuchsröhre, and oh, God. I was like, well, yeah. let's, let's just be conservative oh, here. Compression. And do 200, 200 kph, which is like 125 miles yeah. an hour, right? Uh -huh. right? Which is reasonable. You can do much faster speeds there. Certainly. But going out of the compression, all of the weight now pulls on the car, and it's oh, interesting. It's it's, it's interesting. not a great feeling. Yeah. If if you're not prepared for mm -hmm. it, I'm sure if you do it a couple of times, it's all right. But the first time I drove it down there, and I only got to do the one lap because after that, it's red flag all day. Um, oh really? So could, wow. Yeah. Cause, okay. Because crashes still happen. Even of course they do. Oh, of course. Many cars there. Jeez. But anyways. That, that, that was when you could really feel the weight in a Interesting. very negative way. <laughs> Tom's talking about a section of the Nürburgring where it actually drops down for a while to, a, to an area called uh, Foxhole, and then it climbs back out all of a sudden, and you can carry a ton of speed in there if you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but I can totally understand what you're talking about, about that weight pulling into that. That is scary, yeah, because yeah. it's got that slight turn as it heads uphill. Yeah. That, woof. Yeah. Yikes. So, but other than that, it, it's super fun, and uh, there were no issues with the car. And I figure I could have done at least one more lap with the battery, maybe even two. Okay, full uh, charge. That was my next question: is how, much, how fast you're going through it? Almost. Okay. Almost. Yeah. Um, well, I was kind of like, like I was obviously not trying to kill the car, so sure. But not, but, <laughs> but other than that, I was going quickly. So in a, yeah. in, a, in a way where you would call it a fun time yeah yeah i mean the ring at track speeds i can't think of another way to to blow through a battery fast so to know you'd have at least two maybe three laps on on that battery i actually feel like that and that sounds weird i almost feel like it's halfway decent <laughs> that's practically a tank I mean, of gas not for a track know. day for a track day it's it's not good yeah but if you do tourist drives just go there do a couple of laps right drive yeah, back yeah. home now all right yeah, interesting. Do they have chargers at the North No, they, uh, well, they do, but not fast ones. Yeah. yeah. So at least a couple. This was at the beginning of COVID when I did the uh, Porsche yeah. Taycan. I'm not sure if anything changed. Sure. But if it did not, you would have to go back to the Autobahn and then drive 10 minutes. But back to the Autobahn already means 30 minutes. Totally it does. Right. Yeah. So yeah. 
Uh-huh. You'd, yeah. be, you'd be holding your breath a little bit there, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, you, what's my range on this again? Yeah, exactly. Piston Clouser actually has a charger, but it's a slow you, one. Oh, of course it so. is. There you go. That's funny. So what, what else have you gotten into that we haven't gotten into yet? And while I'm thinking about it, when because I know some people in Europe are getting into it, are, do you have all, the Amira on your radar? Amira? What's the Lotus Amira? Amira? Lotus. Lotus. Oh, uh, well, I think somebody went and drove that, yeah. Okay, because I know European journalists have started driving it. We haven't had oh, yes. all the British journalists have. have. Okay. If it's yeah. been driven, we've driven it. Okay. Yeah. But I have not. Okay, just keep going. I'm just curious what else you've been in that, that well, will I, I have driven, intrigue us. I, I have driven a car that I would have to use language for that is not appropriate for a family okay. show. I appreciate you <laughs> well, let's just... thinking about that. Thank you very much, yes. It's called a Pininfarina Batista. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which is, I believe, a 1,900-horsepower electric car, which I got to drive on the road in wet conditions. That and, sounds perfect. That and sounds then, perfect. But, but then sort of dry conditions on an Italian circuit. I don't remember the name, and you wouldn't okay. know it. Okay. But the thing about 1,900, 1900 horsepower is... <laughs> There's the name of the podcast right there. The thing about 1,900 horsepower is the title of this podcast. Go on, sir. It's, it, it is super... Once you go on the accelerator, it is super difficult to judge when to actually let go and go on mm, the brakes because mm. everything happens at a very fast rate of speed. <laughs> yes. Oh, really? I mean, you could probably get used to it, and, and after a while, obviously, you would. But it, it, it's a new type of fast. Yeah, Maybe not yeah. as fast as you now imagine it to be, but very fast and fast enough to make your brain be like, well, I have trouble processing this. Wow, <laughs> I like that. A new type of fast. That's yeah, good, too. For sure, yeah. And, but, but that is wow. a 2.4 million euro car, so it's irrelevant. So we're all going to yeah. have one. Yeah, all it, of us It are is have utterly one. irrelevant, yeah. Yeah. but it's... We drove past the Batista dealership on the way. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's like 10 of them out front yeah, yeah. looking for customers. So, yeah, that, that, that was one of the crazier ones I, I got to drive. Or the craziest one by far, by a country mile, yeah? Yeah. Um, Rematch? Uh, it, it's same technology. They they, they, they license they, the technology, correct? Yes, exactly. Okay, they do so, have uh, like their, their own adjustments to things, right? Sure, so, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. of that. But essentially, it's a remats. 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 Mate. Remats. Technically, in Salt Lake City, the Lamborghini dealership is also an authorized Remats dealer. Okay. Even though we don't have any because they haven't made any to send over. Yeah, they but haven't come still, to the U.S. yet, but apparently you could get one there when you can. Yeah. Technically, an authorized dealer. Last, to last fall, because their sales manager is the guy that I got my start with doing photography when I worked at the Porsche dealer. Yeah. So he told me that, yeah, they, they're an authorized dealer, but they don't expect inventory for like two or three years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. They and told me how like long it's going to take to build one car. I don't remember now, but it's hand-built for the most part, or all of it mm. anyways. You haven't been in yeah. one of those, have you? Uh, in in the V-Mots? No. Just no, sure curiosity. No, I yeah. have not. Um, yeah, yeah. But I imagine it to be similar. I do know the uh, one difference there is that the uh, V-Mots actually has a drift mode. Which the other car and 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 actually to make drift mode that's no also no no like but but oh let me let me let me circle right? back to driving the Batista okay. on track let okay. me circle back to that <laughs> yeah yeah because it's still a development car uh huh and the guy's like well uh, ESP at this stage doesn't really work <laughs> <laughs> here's the key nine hundred right. horsepower have so, a good like, day the, oh, the, there was gosh. a mode in which you would have a sport type of ESP mm-hmm. but then something other didn't. 
work in Thailand? I don't recall. And it also has like a big <laughs> dial where you would actually select how much pi- power you would like. And since my track time was limited, I was like, well, Furiosa it is, right? So my story was actually it. called uh, Fast and Furiosa. Got it. So, oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, and... Uh, that's a pretty car. I, I remember seeing it. It is super it's, pretty. It's pretty. It is extremely pretty. Yeah. yeah. And also, the, there we go again with the Cadillac XT4. You know how it has the video mirror, right? Yeah, yeah right. So you can. Fl- we like that. Th- there's like a, that. F- a button you can flick, and yeah. then your regular mirror becomes a video mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we have people listening that might not have seen this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that in the. Too. Come again? The Corvette does this. Yeah, the C8 does, does it. In the C8, it's the Escalade. We can talk C8 on the Hockenheim ring as well. Um, the those type of mirrors in a supercar or even in, in a C8 as well yeah. is so helpful because for sure yeah. in a C8 yeah. you, you cannot see much out the back of a you C8 absolutely Corvette. Can. you're right in and that, that case that, that mirror is, is great vital yes, yes absolutely yeah if you think like us you're always looking for your next track event right no matter what your skill level motorsportreg.com makes it ridiculously easy for you to find and register for track events all across the country. With over 7,000 events annually, it's the most complete events listing nationwide. And if you're organizing your own event, Motorsport Reg will help you fill every event with tools that automate tasks, improve accuracy, and grow participation. Plus, there's full-time support available as well. Learn more and find events today at msreg.com slash everydaydriver. You have driven the C8. Yes. Had you driven any of the other Corvettes? Yes, but only a C7 Z06 okay. on the Neuburgring, which scared me. Scared me a lot. It's a lot of power in that car. That was a yeah, manual a, transmission as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And that is not car. great. If you have to, like, double check in the display if, if you are actually in the gear that you think you are in, that is not good. <laughs> because of the seven speeds? Seven yeah. speeds, yeah. yes. Yeah. And then it's uh, and you've got just the, the, the gain yeah, yeah, but if you go on. from six to, like... <laughs> Four, so I, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, the I remember it to be seven. Seven is, yeah. seven is genuinely weird. Yeah, ha- ha- having the fact that you can go four over—that it's genuinely disconcerting when you drive it. I yeah. totally agree with that because at least with six, what you have is you have the extremes and you have a middle slot. You had seven or eight, you have multiple middle slots. This is true. Yeah. That's weird, and and it's weird in the nine eleven. It's weird in the C, in the C seven. So I totally hear you. So you've driven that one. We, we actually like the Z six, but I totally hear you on six hundred and fifty pound feet of torque and horsepower. Because let's just double up because it's America. Uh, <laughs> what so? What are your thoughts on the C eight though? Well, given that I have only driven the C seven under conditions that are not regular conditions on the Nürburgring North sure. Life. It's, uh, it's cause, not cause, regular. Cause with, that, with that's that, irregular for the, sure, yeah. The thing about that car was <laughs> I did quite a bit of quick cornering and I could feel the car was still laughing at me. And at that point, I'm like, well, all right, just leave me be and uh, <laughs> we'll do a couple of laps and then we'll that's call it. it a yeah. Day. yeah. Uh, C8, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the looks of it. I understand it's not the thing everybody's gotten used to with the front engine, obviously the massive hood and everything totally, like yeah. that. That's the history of it for sure. Yeah, but other than, I mean, it, it drives very well. I like the braking system as well because brake by wire, you can mm-hmm. you you can mess that up easily. That a lot of people have, yeah, for sure. Um, and then steering is decent, and also on because uh, I um, I drove a GT3 Touring the same day, so obviously wow, that's, interesting Comparo, mm, yeah. Mm. It, it was supposed to be a naturally aspirated engine story. 
Okay. So, but like the Mustang backed out and then the Lambo didn't show or whatever. I don't remember exactly what cars it was. These are the days that Tom has. Got it. Okay, go on. Yeah. The Lambo didn't show. In between, in between. <laughs> I got hungry and I. <laughs> go on, man. Somebody I, was thrown clear. So, no, but just to explain as to what, because normally you wouldn't do GT3 Touring versus a C8 Corvette. You you would wait just the for two. the Z06, right? And Theoretically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. But, anyways, but you it's have, actually but I aspirated engine. Yeah, I get that for sure. And, and the C8, while not as precise, is still a precise machine. Mm -hmm. Is You can do quite a few laps on the uh, Pilot Sport 4Ss. It's got good grip. It will rotate. It will understeer. If you, you would have to actually break it into the corner in a, in a fashion to if you don't, not have it well, understeer. Yeah. There's, yeah. Been people, if there's been people that... <clears throat> Don't drive it like a mid-engine car and like this understeer. I'm like, well, yes, because it's a mid-engine car and you have to set it up right for the quarter. That's <laughs> yeah. how it happens, yeah, for sure. And, and also, yeah. I understand you can, uh, the, even from the factory, you, you can have numerous alignments done. So Absolutely, in, in, yes. In a, in, yes. In, so you can actually um, have that be a bit better. But I did not run into any trouble with that. And also, on a road, it's fantastic fun because mm -hmm. it has a great sport ESP mode where you can use all of the rotation on power. Um, mm. On a road, but still have uh, a bit of safety, right? A little, little bit of protection. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's not a car that would ever surprise you. Mm -hmm. I hear at the very limit of doing hot laps, it might. But if you just go at 95%, it it's, it's all fine. But, you know, we, we haven't we've had, had great experiences yet. with it. Yeah. I mean, we're still at just the base C8. Which is, which is plenty powerful. All the power levels right. are all coming. All the crazy the ones. Yes. And the Zora and the and here it is with crazy the front, front electric motor or, motor or yes. whatever. Yeah, all, all that's coming, coming yeah. to, to properly scare everyone. I, 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 I do have one uh, thing about that car, okay. which is not a sports car thing whatsoever. Okay. But it's amazing. Okay. Because it has a function. Is it golf? Uh, it's a. It's got nothing to do with golf. Oh, okay. a, I was hoping the game because of they, golf, they, you know, they, they, they do a whole thing about wanting to fit golf clubs in the back. Oh, yeah, interesting thing. Thing. thing about yeah. that. We have to have uh, autoparticle filters, so particulate filters for um, gasoline engines, right? Okay. Yeah. And two of those go in the Corvette, which uh, you have a couple of bumps in the trunk of the C8 Corvette. So it's not going to be quite as many golf bags you could fit, I'm assuming. So, so the German version doesn't work for golf. It doesn't work okay, as well. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, okay, it might. It might. Oh. That's fine. We, we don't care. We just like making fun of it. I, I, just, I want to clarify. Yeah. I understand that. Well, anyways, there's a, there's a switch where you can interior lighting, you can dim it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you go all the way to the left, all the screens shut off. It goes all stealth of the, mode. Stealth mode. It's yeah. unbelievable. Have you have you tried? I it? haven't tried it, but I'm aware it of it. Try it on a dark country road because it's like your windscreen actually turns into a silver screen, like a movie theater, man. It's like you because all the watch, interior stuff. Goes everything out. is pitch dark. Yeah. It's pitch black in there, right? Yeah. And you just see the road go by in that big old windscreen. That's it is cool. An amazing experience. That's, That's cool. cool. We, what we need hmm. is we need Tom to do a POV of that on the autobahn. Well, stealth mode on the autobahn doesn't the work quite as well because oh, yeah? usually you would have tra some sort of traffic there, right? Sure. But you would have to find an empty road at night uh, where okay. there's no lights whatsoever. So then it's just and your headlights just, and then just exactly your yeah. whatever, cool. whatever. That's really whatever cool. The, yeah. uh, the um, what you might call it, the, the headlights, headlights yeah. actually yeah. illuminate. That is what you see and nothing else. That's cool. That does wow. sound cool for sure. And all the switches, all the uh, the the lighting on the switch, the switches also yeah. turns off, right? Yeah. I, th I believe it's only on the gear selector that you still have DPRND. Or whatever. Yeah, I, I think the wow. I think the black wings do it too. That's the last like the last couple of Chevys to do that that stealth mode thing, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, are uh, press launches happening? 
around you? It seems like you've got so many car brands here that want to come to you and would probably happen in Germany. And American journalists like to get invites to Europe to come, you know, various launches and that kind of thing. But are are you getting invites to press launches, or because of the flood of cars, you're just seeing it? Are, are you regardless? asking because of COVID? Or? No, I'm just well. I mean, we're seeing press launches. Are you come traveling back. really? I mean, are you, know, you, are you, are you just able to stay where you, you are? Uh, yeah. Well, European journalists have been traveling for a long time again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. I have recently been to the BMW iX M60, and there was Americans there. So mm-hmm. I know people are coming from overseas as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. But press launches have never really stopped during COVID. Because they did uh, for to, us. To answer your question, it is um, with a big magazine, is somebody gets the invite, but it's not like you personally get an invite and you go there. Sure. But right. somebody's right. got to manage all of that, right? So yeah. who goes where? Because it's a lot of press like events. who's got the time, yeah. you're off that. Yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. you, and you would have to cover that, right? right. Yeah. right. Which is the same thing with you two guys, right? But Or you three. Yeah. But it's three people. So but we have we have to they, balance it. We have ones yeah. we have to turn down because it's like, well, that's not going to happen. I appreciate you inviting us, but we won't be at that one. You know, yeah, that yeah. definitely happens for us, for sure. I mean, there are, there are certainly those folks that do YouTube channels and their entire channel is just built on going to launches yeah mm-hmm. but we obviously have a different approach and we don't actually do that kind of thing but um but we go to some of them and the ones we go to we like but it's always i mean you were mentioning it earlier before we were recording it's always a very interesting reality because it's the highest in vacation you can imagine they do it as high end as they possibly mm-hmm. can and there is the inference like you really ought to like our car yeah because we gave you all this <laughs> nice stuff but then this is the flip side of certainly in the US automotive journalism is not a high paying reality and so you see definitely people that do what Paul and I I think Paul coined it as the circuit where they're going to all of them it's like a constant roll of vacation yeah. and they never go home it's one high end hotel after another and the cars all run together I'll see you in Tennessee next week and I'm in Seattle the week after and uh, you know, yeah yeah that definitely it, it can happens. be a rotation but we yeah we definitely want to cover as many as we can but sometimes that's just not possible. And so we have to pick and choose what press cars are coming our way for specific comparison episodes because we'll yeah, request yeah. stuff for TV mm-hmm. episodes, but other times we'll just be in a rotation of various cars and, hey, something showed up, well, yeah, let's drive it. Yeah. Let's talk about this car. Just remember that brakes are one of the most important components of your vehicle. When they wear down, you could just replace them, but I think you should upgrade them. Our friends at PowerStop are on a mission to deliver better brakes and components on every vehicle in every situation from towing to track days. PowerStop makes bolt-on direct fit parts for better braking with no modifications required. What that means is that every PowerStop kit comes with all the parts you need to upgrade your brakes. That includes the pads, the rotors, and even those little crazy clips and fasteners that every car has. Plus, all their pads are made from a carbon fiber ceramic compound, which they have tested extensively to deliver low noise and low dust. They're on my expedition very low dust. So the next time you need new brakes or just want to upgrade, visit powerstop.com and enter your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder. We've found great kits for our SUVs and our sports cars and our cars of the past, so give your everyday driver the easy and affordable performance upgrade it deserves at powerstop.com. This coming Saturday is the start of season 11 on Motor Trend. You've been buried under footage, we are, man. We are across the Atlantic, and thank God those first episodes are delivered. But anyway, so yeah. Can, first can, can you share an episode? What's, what's going to be in the first episode? Oh, can sure. Yeah, I mean, the first episode actually has already been on YouTube. It is the, uh, it's the Trucklets episode. So it's the Santa Cruz and the Maverick. And then episode two is the EQS and the Audi e-tron. Yeah. Episode three is what we called the Road to F1. I don't know if you saw those photos. I have We not. did the Formula Ford 
an Atlantic, which is like oh, an F3, yeah. and an F1 car. So we actually do that progression in an episode. That yeah. one is nuts. Four Sound and f- alone. Oh, that yeah. It, it was mind-numbing. It was yeah. great. So Paul and I yeah. both very excited children and also mostly overwhelmed for 20 minutes. <laughs> so that happens. And then 4 and 5 is a two-parter of our East Coast trip that we just did, driving yeah. from, uh, from Park City 2,400 miles to Philadelphia. And that will come out to YouTube, not only combined, but with about 20 minutes more footage than the two TV episodes. That's going to be a monster more than an hour. Very cool. And episode 6 is the Z car. Oh, the fo- which we're not going to get, unfortunately. You don't get it oh, here at all? No. Interesting, okay. No, we, we used to have the 370Z, but yeah. 400 we're not going to get. Interesting, okay. I didn't realize you guys weren't getting that. Yeah. Uh, same with the GR86. We do get that car, but it's already clear in two years' time it's going to be gone because of emission standards. Interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So yeah. you can... And, and the first wave of cars has already been sold out. They're sold out, yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So that's sad. Cause so there's only two years of that at all over yeah. here. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Have you driven one? Not yet. But the minute it gets in the, into the office, um, <laughs> I'm going to be begging for keys, man. <laughs> You're going to steal it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah we, we love ours. It's been really, really great. Yeah. But coming back to doing COVs over COV2, because yeah, yeah. that, that is what people actually buy, right? The tons so, of them, yes. I mean, it matters. We're, we're making light of yes. it, but it actually matters. That's yes. what people buy. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah. I, it's the same for me. Like, I, I, I talk about you with all of these fun cars, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it sounds like this is all I do. But for the most part, I do regular cars, right? Yeah. As do you with the mm-hmm. COVs, totally. right? Yeah, sure, for sure. And this sure. is what people buy because it's like if you talk to your family members who could not care less about, uh, like, sports cars and whatnot. Yeah. But they will ask you about that new CX-30. Can I buy this, Todd? You're is right. that a great Absolutely. idea? Absolutely, yeah. yes. The, the, yeah. And especially when people are only buying one car, they're not going to buy the fun sports car. They're going to buy the do-it-all, yeah. whatever. And so that's why we drive them all, which is good. But, of course, the ones we're excited about are the sports cars. They're not going to care as much about the naturally aspirated <laughs> elements really of the GT3 Touring. <laughs> they're, they're really not. Measured <laughs> us against the C8. They're not gonna, yeah. really going to wonder about the breakdown. Less related, yeah. <laughs> I do have a question for you guys. Okay. Um, F-150 Lightning and then the Silverado, which had a Sopranos commercial during the Super Bowl. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, that looks baller. Really baller. The Silverado does. Silverado looks great. Everybody's already driving the Lightning. We haven't been in it yet, but already driving the Lightning and just showering it with praise. The Silverado's not out yet, but it's built on a lot of the technology that they did for the big Hummer. Yeah, most the same technology, which has a kilowatt-hour battery or something. Well, and, and weighs and almost, I, I weighs t- almost ten thousand yeah. pounds. Yeah. My my driving license is not enough to drive the new Humvee because <laughs> I can only go to three and a half tons. There you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They, they actually, uh, I think they mentioned it to you as well, Paul. There was a conversation about how they had to stay under a ten thousand pound target so that in the U.S. people didn't have to get the next license up. Yeah, which is mm-hmm. nuts. And we've joked about the fact that if you go to a lot of places in rural America. America, that truck is too heavy for the bridges. There's oh yeah, I heard you talking about rating, that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna have to start paying attention. <laughs> Most of the time, you ignore Hummer. the sign. You think, you're like, whatever, it's a bridge. Wait, hmm. I'm in a Hummer. I don't know, but see, but <laughs> the scale. You're down, now the commercial vehicle. You cannot yes. use this bridge. Yes, yes. <laughs> the scaled down, if you will, more affordable version of the Hummer will be what's in the Silverado. So, so that at least that's you know something that has been tried at a blank check kind of perspective and is now being scaled down. So that's interesting. The F-150 Lightning, everyone we know that's driven it is raving about it, and I'm excited to get in it. Of course, in our area, in Park City, it's like they're passing out Rivians. 
Yeah. There are so many Rivians in our area, it's unbelievable. People buy them immediately, write a handwritten sign, for sale, I'm tired of this, after 300 miles already, or it's, 100 miles, there's so and they many. sell it already. I'm seeing four or five a day. Yeah, in they're, Park City they're right now. out. And in Park, Park City's City. not that big. Not that big a town. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys driven one yet? We have no, we yet. haven't. Okay. You would think. Apparently, they're passing them out in Park City. I don't know where the one from my driveway is, but <laughs> we missed we the sign-up sheet. There is, yes. You were sick. I was out of town. I think. I think we, we moved there this. too long ago. I think it's all the people that have moved there since COVID got free Rivians. Uh-huh. I think it was part of a package deal, and now they're happening. That's right. I've seen colors that didn't know they made Rivian in, and of course they're in part. I think it was like a mustard yellow yesterday. I was like that color. Seriously? Oh yeah, bizarre. We've seen anyway. the orange. Yeah, Matt Farrell did one uh, that he did the the off road thing yeah. with a Rivian as well. Yeah, he had one in California. That he drove, that drove quite a bit. Yeah. What I like about that car is the the, the not even the cubby hole, but the thing underneath the car. We yes. can actually that every journalist has to crawl through and yes. show themselves yes. crawling through but the tunnel. But that's amazing, man. It's a cool use yeah. of space for sure. It's, I I feel like somebody in the Rivian marketing department must have talked up. Wouldn't it be funny if a journalist laid in here? Because for a few weeks there was like forty-five different journalists who were like, "I'm laying in the side of route. It's like, okay, we get it. That's a stage photo. Please stop. <laughs> funny. Yeah. But it's still want to still want to drive one. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, going from the Silverado back to CUVs, I saw the Silverado. They had a story about that, but then they had the Equinix, Equo, Equo, Equinox, 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 whatever it's called, right? And the front end of that car is actually beautiful. For an electric car, COV. Beautiful. Define your, <laughs> define beautiful. Paul's, Paul's what do you mean waiting by for the Extremely cool looking. <laughs> I, 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 that's different. I, I, had always, I had always had trouble describing design. Okay. No, that's fine. Todd is going to pull I'm gonna it look up, it up now. Yeah. 60s Ferraris are beautiful. Aston Martin DB4s okay, so, are beautiful. Uh, let me retract that. Right. So let you're talking about that. the EV Equinox? So they're cool. Electric version of yeah. Let me let me see. If, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. If you have it nobody there. else can see it, but I but we'll talk about it anyway. Yeah, that's the one. That yeah. looks baller, no? Yeah, I mean, well, let's put it in perspective. The Equinox is not known to ever be a sexy looking vehicle, and they have taken the Equinox, and the EV version is actually. Decent looking. Decent looking. Come on. Okay. Do better than That's that. I, I don't. Cool. I don't. I mean, in the world of the Equinox, where the Equinox is the forgettable SUV, that looks classy. It looks in the vein yeah. of the EV6. That the 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 one that Hyundai's doing, the mm-hmm. EV6. It looks in that vein. You know. You know. It's still, it's still I, very Chevy too. I can see kind of the Trailblazer, yeah. Blazer influence in there. But that's that's good. That's that's got yeah. some good styling. I on like it, the sure. front end particularly. Uh-huh. Very clean. Very clean. You know. I think. Manufacturers are letting themselves go further with electric cars because it feels Clearly. like a clean, fresh slate. Yeah. They're not locked into the yeah, typical, yeah, yeah. you know, the Hoffmeister King <laughs> and the twin kidney grills and the, the recipe, the style yeah. guide. They're sort of letting themselves play a little bit more. It's, it's and it's, it's reflecting on that. Yeah. Though by the time this comes out, it's going to do like quite a few cars are going to be doing the light bar. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be much more common. The F-150 is going to be doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Or is doing it? Yeah. It's so got Rado a full is, thing. Yeah. EQS is. Mm-hmm. A bunch of VWs Lucid. are. Yeah. Different Mercedes mm-hmm. are doing it as well other than the EQS. The EQE is not, I believe. Interesting. 
Well, there, there you know, is. I mean, lighting technology is the is the thing. <laughs> electric the, uh, cars are just the a lyric, light bar, which is the not lyric does a song and dance show. It practically, you know, is a disco in it, in and of itself. They have a whole grill, and it'll do all sorts of it's little nuts. things. You can yeah. set what it does when you walk up to the car. You know, what I'd like show. it to do. I'd like to get in it and it start. That's really what I'd like the car to do. <laughs> it doesn't need to do anything fancy. It doesn't need to do a light show. It doesn't need to welcome me to the car. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's going to yeah. welcome you. I feel welcome. It's like yeah. the Jaguar handshake when Easy. it extends Easy. the door handle. Easy. It's a family show. <laughs> Still a family show. Well, I'm actually going to call this uh, call this to close here a little bit shorter than normal, but it's awesome to be back in Frankfurt, to be just about to do the pilgrimage, to have Tom with us. Buddy, thank you for being on. Yeah, it's great course. to hear your stories. We're going to keep hanging with Tom. I'm sorry you guys can't join us. We will be back again later this week for more pilgrimage stories and madness. Madness. Catch us July 2, 2022. At 7.30 Eastern, and we are back on for Season 11. We can't believe it. And continuing the podcast, of course. And We're always looking forward to next time. Thank you. Thanks for being on, man. Well, really, course, really man. so nice Great to see you. Uh, you. You guys selected an American restaurant in Germany for us to go to. Yes, we did. But we I, do have German guests, so maybe that's appropriate. But I it's like, so. you know, yeah. the German way of barbecue. We're having, Germans we're having like a barbecue. Yeah, there's you love your barbecue. steak on there. There's mac and cheese on the menu. Okay, so good. Well, this, this, is, this is very German stuff. Yes. Ten-year-old ten, ten me is going to have something <laughs> that, to eat. It's going to be great. It's going to be all good. <laughs> looking, looking forward to next time, guys. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>